0: for a few weeks now right before the release and we've been extremely impressed. They're awesome glasses, guys. And listen, if you're needing some new sunglasses, not only do they have the VIP warranty, but they're tough as crap, guys. Uh, scratch resistant eyewear, uh, it's extremely important. And also, they have safety features as well. So, when you're out shooting at the range, again, these are rated glasses, so you are going to be more than protected when you're at the range. But they also look fantastic when you're out around town. So, right now, Vortex has some special pricing on their website, which is vortexoptics.com for the new eyewear. But also, if you use the code SOUTHERN20, you get to save even more on this special pricing for right now at vortexoptics.com. Again, check out the new eyewear from vortexoptics.com and use the promo code
1: SOUTHERN20 to save on their brand new eyewear.
0: Everybody, it is Jacob Myers again, and I am excited for you guys to be tuning in for the third episode of the Strut Report, which is presented by Hounds Tooth Game Calls. Guys, we are extremely excited for this week's episode. One reason is because the day after this drops, which is going to be the fifteenth of March, Alabama is going to be opening up along with Mississippi. So we are excited. I will be heading over from Atlanta, Georgia, to a undisclosed. Location in Alabama. Uh, we'll be hunting with and camping out for the weekend with, of course, old Andrew Maxwell himself and Tyler Malone and Parker McDonald from Southern Ground. So we'll be doing some podcasts with them, along with hunting some public land and getting after some birds that hopefully Andrew has unlocked for us. He's been doing some scouting for us this week and uh, seems like we're going to have a really good time. So we are excited, guys. I uh, like, I know a lot of our listeners are as well, but. Uh, Anyways, on this week's episode, we will be covering Alabama, Georgia, and Mississippi. Not necessarily in that order, but those will be the states we'll be covering. Kind of get you guys an idea of what's been going on. I know some guys have been out uh, for the youth hunts uh, for Mississippi and Alabama. And I know Alabama was kind of slow from what I was saying. But again, we'll kind of get a report from each of those states. And then, of course, we're going to have our buddy Jordan Barnes on uh, for Georgia and he's getting prepped up for this weekend, which is the youth hunt in Georgia. So he's got some spots already kind of planned out. He's got it all worked out. And anyways, he's been scouting his birds all week long. So it's going to be a fantastic episode, guys. But I won't speak anymore. But let's jump right on into this week's episode of the Strut Report. All right, guys. And first on the line, we've got our buddy Jamie Puckett coming in from Mississippi. Jamie, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. We all well over here in Mississippi, just been battling a bunch of rain. But other than that, we we uh, we blessed. Oh man, I, I gotta ask you a quick question. This is kind of shooting from the hip. Uh, how many tickets have you given out today, since you're your old highway patrolman? Well, I ain't
3: given out no tickets today. Uh, work, work one wreck. uh Ooh. Helped an elderly lady change the tire. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's been kind of slowed down in the rain. With.
0: Good thing. Not normal, but a good thing here. Well, hey, is this getting ready for tomorrow morning. (laughs) Uh, The day this drops, Friday morning, it's going to get good for you guys opening day. So, uh, with that being said, let's kind of jump straight into these questions. You know, right off the bat, you know, from what you've been doing scouting-wise and hearing from other guys, especially that hunted on the youth weekend last week, uh, you know, what are the gobblers doing right now when it comes to gobbling? Are they being pretty active or is it pretty hushed as of now? I actually I saw
3: one at one of my places that I hunt last Sunday. He was strutting with fourteen hens. I was thinking, man, right here would be a good challenge, uh, uh, a tough challenge. Uh, But uh, and I I went a few times and heard two or three gobbling, but very, wasn't but five or six gobbles from daylight to an hour in from the roost, but from. Several people I've talked to uh, on the youth weekend, I, I had to work youth weekend, so I didn't get to, take, get to go, but uh, they say that, you know, they were gobbling pretty good, still kind of bunched up some together, uh, not separated
0: really good yet. Well, yeah. But, uh, I was going to say, that kind of jumps into another question, which is, you know, as of now, you know, are you are the gobblers, in your opinion, and the jakes, you know, are they still pretty flocked up pretty tight right now, or are they starting to spread out and kind of cover more ground and start working those hens? Yeah, that's what that's that's what the,
3: what I've been hearing is that they're still you know they're still grouped up together and, and from anywhere from two to five uh, as of last weekend. But I, I, I think that I think we're on the verge of uh, you know of uh, 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 separating and doing their thing pretty quick. We we, we we had a real cold snap
0: last week and I I think it threw them off a little bit, but it, it's it's back now. You know. You know. Oh yeah, exactly. That cold front was absolutely brutal. Now, you know, has has weather played a factor, especially with all this rain with the birds in your area? Uh, not only you know, you know, if they're you know affecting their vocalization at all, but also just kind of you know affecting where they're normally at at this time of the year. Because I know some of our spots are flooded out right now. Yeah, we actually can hear the rain right now. I'm driving. Actually, the rain is coming
3: to flood here. As it was. But, but yeah, we've had a lot of rain, a lot of rain this year, and uh, we. have we've had, you know, a lot of greenery early, you know, like things are greening up uh, early this year. Uh, and also on, on, along the Mississippi River, I got to have a lot of friends on the river and it's, we've got a lot of flood land now. Uh, and it's pushed the birds up to higher ground. I actually work area on the interstate where it's pushed a lot of the birds out. And you know, we've been seeing them from the interstate in an area that's, that you normally don't see them. But, so yeah, I think the have a lot of, have a major effect on a lot of
0: people that hunt in the river area. Now, for opening weekend, and you know, since you guys come in on on Friday again, the day this drops, you know, what are some of your tactics? Especially with all this kind of weather we've had, you know, we're having a, you know, you're right now having a pretty big rainstorm push through, you know, so birds are probably going to be going to bed wet. You know, what what kind of tactics would you be looking to try to implement, especially opening day, but going into this whole weekend? Well, you know, it's like Turkey Eve here tonight, and everybody tomorrow
3: will be in the woods, or especially Saturday. You know, a lot of people have to work tomorrow, but a lot of people take off, like I do, the open day no matter when it is. But you know, I, I I tell people a lot. You know, patience kills turkeys, but a lot of times people don't have patience, especially uh, uh, opening weekend. They try to get on the board uh, early, uh, but you know, one of the main tactics is trying to get close to the. Gobbler on the roost that you can without spooking it, get in between
2: him and the hen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that's that's always a tactic of mine, trying
3: to get in between him and the hen. Uh, but if, for some reason you don't. I always try to get if you know if the gobbler goes with the the hen, I always try to localize with the boss hen and try. You know I try to mimic her and get her fired up to come over there and want to jump on the hen and mimic her. And hopefully it would just work several times for me. He'll follow her
0: through the hand. you know, that's always been one of my, one of my tactics that Yeah, no, that's, that's fantastic. Now, kind of, you know, jumping into, like, kind of our, our last question, that, which is, you know, what is a tip you'd leave for the listeners, uh, especially going into this weekend, you know, you're talking to people from across the country, but, you know, definitely talking to people in the southeast with uh, Alabama and, you know, Mississippi coming in. You know what tips would you give them for this weekend, especially with all this rain we're having, all this bad weather? You know what tips would you give them to kind of help them get a leg up on everybody else that's out there in the woods? <laughs> well,
3: I, the, the main thing is patience, because what happens is a lot of people is if the turkey's gobbling and, and and he quits gobbling, they give up too early and uh, they end up spooking the bird going out, or the bird sees them whenever they're going out. You know, a lot of times just because he, that the turkey shuts up don't mean that he's not coming. He could be coming in silent. You know, I, I was guilty of that in my younger years. The bird would quit gobbling, and I'd, I'd give up, and I'd end up spooking him. So if you if you can stick with him, you know, if time permits, and, uh, you know, stick with them Also, you know, a, a, a big tip other than that is a Thermacell Mosquito Spray because a lot of people... Get eat up by mosquitoes and they get discouraged you know always always go prepared and uh you know that's 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 another thing that discourages a lot of people is, is, is the mosquitoes but but patients oh, patients kill turkeys you know regardless uh, i know guys that will go that that don't even hunt early morning they'll go mid-morning and try to get on the bird that somebody else has hunted and end up killing them so that that would be the main tip i would give somebody early on
0: well, yeah, fantastic. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You just said that kind of you know lit a light bulb off of my head. Is is the thermosil and, and bug spray and all that kind of stuff? Because man, I'm about to be heading out to Alabama tomorrow <laughs> and uh, gonna be camping out and hunting all weekend on some public land. And man, I almost forget about that. So I'm putting that thermosil and some bug spray in my bag. By God. Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Another thing too, the snakes. You know, with this warmer weather and all this water, the snakes is out too. So I would be cautious of snakes. You know, I try. I try to wear snake boots. Often, because I, I actually got struck in the leg about five years ago by a copperhead. Luckily, I had snake on, and uh, yeah, I stepped over a log, stepped on the back of it, come around, and hit me in the leg. But, mm. uh, I had on, so, but, but it's uh you know, it's don't let it discourage you. You know, they, uh, just pay attention and just
0: be prepared. Yep. You know. All right, Jamie. Well, man, we appreciate it. Uh, that was a great report coming in from Mississippi. Uh, also, guys, make sure you are part of the Mississippi Turkey Hunters page. Uh, uh, un- unfortunately by the time this podcast will air you will miss it but we're, they're having bob walker come on tonight uh, which is thursday night uh to kind of do a little uh kind of like what he did last year just kind of come on and kind of answer people's questions and kind of just get everybody hyped up for uh, opening morning uh, yeah that's right you know and
3: and throughout the season on the mississippi turkey hunters page uh, we we have guest speakers do live, you know do live uh questions q a you know especially for the younger people and you know for the people that you know and you, you you'll never start stop learning if you're you're a turkey hunter and, and those veteran guys like bob and uh you know ronnie you just you always
0: learn something from them or you always get a good laugh from a the story they had regardless oh yeah oh yeah you're right about that <laughs> well fantastic jamie well man we appreciate it we'll stay in touch and good luck this weekend you too and y'all be safe all right guys, and next on the line we have our buddy Jared Smith coming in from Alabama. Jared, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. Well, hey, I, I I'm doing quite well myself just with the weekend coming up on us, man. God, Alabama season's about to be here, and it's about to get crazy. Here comes the marathon. Man, I can't wait. I've been waiting for this all year long. Everybody <laughs> has and- I'm fired up
2: as usual. I can't hardly
0: stand it at work no more. Well, hey, especially um, I was going to say, especially since you tagged out so quick last year. I mean, you got your five birds how, how, in. Mean, I had to wait extra long, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was sitting around waiting on turkey season right there at the end of the beginning of April. Yeah. God, man, that's um, awesome. Yeah, we got to get you into some uh, out-of-state hunts, get you out to uh, Mississippi or Georgia or somewhere. But uh. I, Anyways, it's kind of you know, kind of jumping to this week's uh, you know report from Alabama. Um, you know, we just had our youth weekend last week, and we've had some crazy weather and everything coming down there. But you know, up until this point, from what you've seen and what you've heard uh, from in person, but also from other guys, you know, how are the birds gobbling as of now? Uh, from what you've seen and heard, again. Man, I
2: haven't heard but one gobble uh, all preseason. They ain't really gobbling good where I'm at. Uh, my buddy did see three the other day on the side of the road out in the pasture, and he did a little call with his mouth, just messing with them. All three of them gobbled. They stuck their necks out, and all three gobbled. Uh, they had a flock of hens about 100 yards away from him of 20 hens, and they were up on a little hill, and they were all together. They're still flocked up where we're at. And uh, I've been scouting hard, and, and I've seen a flock of 18 hens the other day I didn't see no gobblers with them. Uh, but I have seen some tracks in the road where they're strutting, strut zones. Um, so far, I'm, the goblin,
0: I haven't hardly heard any so far. Yeah, yeah. And again, I've heard other people, especially on that youth hunt, that were just struggling to try to get on birds. They just did not want to talk. But, you know, kind of go into another question. And you kind of just touched on it. But, you know, from what you've seen both while scouting and also heard from other guys, uh, you know, other the. Are the you know, gobblers—are they still kind of grouped up right now? Are they still flocked up? Or are they starting to break up? Uh, from what you've seen and heard, I think I think a
2: few of them are straying off a little bit, but most of them are still flocked together. Um, one of my buddies—I'm going hunting with at his hunting club this weekend. He invited me down. I've never stepped foot on it, but he said they were there was four gobblers together in this little field down there, and, and um, he said they, there were no hens around them, so. I think they're still flocked up all in this area, you know. Um,
0: We're going to find out. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. Now, kind of jumping to another question, you know, we've had some absolute crazy weather in the southeast over the last, I mean, three weeks. Um, You know, has the weather, in your opinion, affected the birds at all uh, Mm -hmm. when it comes to just, you know, not only, you know, gobbling, but just, you know, every other activity? I know we've had some pretty bad flooding where I'm at, and I'm sure it's probably been the same over there where you are at as well. Yeah, I
2: think they're as confused as we are. It's cold one day, it's freezing, it's hot, it's raining. Um, I hope they got their floaties on. But I think I think, uh, I think I think it's hitting just right this week. It was a little little warm today, and uh, you know, sun was shining yesterday, pretty good. It's fixing to get a bad storm, so maybe Saturday. I think I think next week or so, I think it'll start being real good. I think it's gonna get real good in the next week or
0: week and a half. Yeah, yeah, and one thing I was gonna ask you, and this is just kinda again of shooting from the hip, uh, you know, is everything vegetation wise around you kinda of greening it up a little earlier than normal? I I had a report yeah, from has, Mississippi yeah. and they said the same yep. thing. I had a lot of pine thickets and it's you know, it's usually all
2: brown in there but I've seen a lot of a lot of undergrowth so far and uh
0: it has been a weird spring hasn't it? Yes it has. You're you're right with that. Now, you know, kind of jumping to the fourth question of the report from Alabama. You know, what is going to be your tactic uh this week and that you're going to be implementing especially hunting a club that you know, you've never even set foot on uh, previously.
2: Well, Jacob, you know me. Uh my number one strength as a turkey hunter is always scouting. I'm scout, scout, scout. Um, I'm going in a new place blind like this. I'm kind of going by What he said, but if I was by myself, I'd just have to, you know, walk and listen on top of a hill and just listen, you know, for any fly down, the wings beating or gobbling or or any yelps and stuff. But I kind of, he told me he he has a feeling he knows where they're roosting at on the edge of a clear cut and he knows where them four were. So what I'm going to do is kind of, you know, get within 100 yards of where he's going, what he told me, and kind of set up and listen let it get daylight, and I'm not going to do many crow calls or owl calls or anything like that. I'm just going to let Mother Nature take its course and listen to see what happens, and then when the sun comes up, kind of take from there. I might just sit in that area and listen and just call light, scratch the leaves a little bit, and kind of let, let it dictate what I do then. If I hear one goblin, you know, of course, I'm going to go to him, but I don't expect to really hear one goblin. I'm going to kind of, what I do early season is usually scout real hard, and then, kind of set up in that area I know they're going to and where they're being, where they're feeding, um, especially being flocked up like they are, uh, and kind of, you know, go light early season. Within the next two two weeks, I'll open it up more, start calling a lot more, and uh, you know, messing with them a lot more than I usually do, but early season, I always scout and find where they're at and call light, just a few little soft calls scratch the leaves and maybe maybe strike one up and get lucky maybe the lord will bless
0: me you know what i mean oh yeah i mean you definitely did that last year i mean shoot you didn't even let him really get that hot before you t- you tagged out so <laughs> yeah i have a lot of success early season i mean i'm ai usually i usually get mine early well awesome um, well, now you know kind of wrap this report up from alabama you know what's a tip you'd leave for leave for the listeners uh A little bit of advice from you, from something that's maybe worked for you in the past that maybe they can implement, you know, this weekend or maybe for the rest of the season, see how it works out for them. I kind of touched on
2: my number one tip, and that's scouting. But as far as going to a place blind, um, and I know everybody says it's a beaten cliche, but patience, man. Golly, that's the number one tip I can tell anybody. Um, If that turkey hears you and you know he heard you, don't go – tromping through the woods get bored walking around just kind of lay low and stay there if you can if he, if it he doesn't kill you just stay there because that turkey will come during that day sometime he'll be there if he especially you know within the next two weeks early season kind of go by your scouting and knowing where they're going and sit there and wait um, I don't like tromping through the woods I'll go to him. But once I find an area, I'll stay put most of the time um, and call once an hour, real light. Don't do a bunch of cutting and fly down, cackles and owl hooting. I don't do a lot of that. Uh, I let I let Mother Nature take its course in the morning. And then I go from there and always just scratch the leaves, purr, cluck, a few yelps. And then whenever they get hotter, when they're, you know, they're ready to die. Then you
0: cut to them a little bit more and get them fired up. But that would be my number one. Awesome. Well, Jared, man, we appreciate it. Uh, you definitely gave us a great first report from Alabama. And uh, I hope this, this weekend is going to be hot for all of us, man. It's uh, It's got me so excited. Again, we're going to be camping out the whole weekend on some public land, and it's going to be a good time. And, man, especially you going to a spot you've never been to before, shoot it out it'll ought hopefully be pretty good for you but man jerry we'll have you back on later this uh spring again uh, definitely as a strut report if not maybe do a full length episode with you especially if you have a season like you did last year man i mean you're just a freaking turkey killer so i'd say uh good luck to you this um this weekend and uh, also good luck to those turkeys you're hunting because uh they don't have uh, many days as of now yes sir my pleasure brother all right, guys, and to wrap up this week's strip report, we got the man, the myth, the legend himself, Jordan Barnes from Close Proximity TV. What's going on, brother? I
4: don't know about all them other uh, characteristics that you
2: use there, <laughs> but um, I am here.
0: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, dude, got to hype you up a little bit. Come on now. But uh, anyways, <laughs> dude, all right, man. Well, youth season in Georgia is upon us. Uh, within, uh, see, It opens on Saturday, is that correct, the 16th?
4: Yeah, it does. It does. Awesome. Got a got a two day two day use. So we're gonna try to get the kids out and get them involved in the woods. Get them off the couch, off the Xbox, and uh, get them out there in
0: the woods. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, hey, let's kind of dive straight into uh, you know this week's report coming from Georgia again, guys. We got Jordan Barnes gonna be giving us a full on report from Georgia. I know you've been in the woods for the last few days, so let's kind of jump straight on into it. Uh, you know from what you've seen heard and heard from other guys as well you know how are the turkeys as of now gobbling uh well i have listened about
4: four mornings here uh recently and i have heard a little bit of goblin uh you know they're not rocking the treetops exactly yet uh from what i have heard and i've been i've been around uh Making all the way down to Statesboro so you're looking at middle Georgia to south Georgia mm. in that southeast corner there um but I, I feel like they will they they're they're you know should be pretty hot I mean at least the, you'll probably find some two-year-olds that that want to talk a lot of language uh this weekend and next weekend and everything Seems like pretty normal to me. It doesn't necessarily look like an early spring. It looks like a spring that's kind of right on time. Um, but, yeah, as far as gobbling, not hearing a ton rocking it. Now, I did, I don't know, though. It just really depends on where you're at, I guess. I did hear one. I was scouting uh, the other evening, and I heard one hitting on it pretty good. So, I mean, he was gobbling. He was gobbling, sounding like he wanted to die. Uh, and that was probably five
0: o'clock p.m. So yeah, oh no, I hear that. Now that's one thing I, I love about you know moving over here to Georgia, man, is like this uh this spring. I mean, you get so much extra time in the evenings uh, to be able to get out there. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't get dark here until I don't know almost like seven o'clock. So, or actually no, eight o'clock. Uh, oh yeah, it, it's ridiculous. But. Anyway, let's kinda of jump into the second question, you know, one thing that I know a lot of people kinda of has on their mind right now is, you know, are the are the gobblers from what you've seen heard and uh, you know, heard from other guys as well, are they still kinda of in their winter flocks, you think, or are they starting to split up as of now? Well, I mean, it's all right
4: on schedule for pretty typical standard, you know, timing right now. I mean, this time of year you're definitely gonna see, you know, gobblers and in groups, uh, and they're they're working out that pecking order right now, uh, trying to figure out who's the boss for that specific area, and then you'll have, you know, uh, they'll kind of sort out the pecking order, and you'll have gobbler dispersal, or just the same thing as bucks, you know, that are bachelored up in the summertime. They start to kind of get ornery at each other, and they start branching off. It's uh, kind of the same thing with gobblers. Um, so they're, they'll start stretching it out and breaking up a little bit more here leaning towards this weekend next weekend uh but yeah you'll probably see some two-year-olds together still and then your older birds will kind of ease out away from them uh so it looks like it's you know pretty typical from what i've seen years past the last 20 years i mean it's it's uh right on schedule i'd say
0: now, you know, I know we've had a pretty crazy spring this this year when it comes to weather, but, you know, do you think weather has played any kind of factor when it comes to where the turkeys are at this time of year compared to where they've maybe been in the last few years, especially down in some of your areas where it is a little bit flatter? Well, I mean, not,
4: I don't know. Uh, I guess you're, you're kind of hitting at the water uh, situation. I mean, as far as the weather, turkeys, you know, turkey's going to be a turkey uh, regardless. So, I mean, he's, he's used to this type of uh heat and cold and all that stuff. I mean, nothing kinda outside the norm normality there. Uh I'd say as far as the water levels, yeah, uh I think all over the southeast, you know, we've had a exorbitant amount of water, uh, you know, from from uh these storms and and whatnot. But yeah, I think uh a lot of times when it's like that, the swamps where I hunt, the public land I hunt, it is kinda swelled up but uh, I'm just going to use the kayak and, you know, I'm going to hit that water line. I got hit boots. And what I like to do, you know, a lot of times when that water level rises like that, those birds will just follow that water line. And, you know, they're not really going to go anywhere that far. And as that water recedes, those turkeys, same thing with hogs, I mean, they'll follow that water line as it recedes and scratch up bugs and stuff. And they'll kind of do that they like to follow it back so yeah i think it's not really negatively i guess affecting it unless i'm sure some people are experiencing you know more flooding than normal uh but i have been looking at the charts lately as far as the creeks and the rivers and everything seems to be uh trying to get back to normal uh, a lot of that's probably as it gets hotter and you know you've got trees that are sucking up water now because it's springtime and you know they're going through their normal thing so yeah i think it's
2: right on schedule
4: uh don't see anything that you know brings me a whole lot of alarm um that kind of the same kind of thing across the board i guess the southeast
0: now let's talk a little bit about tactics you know going into this weekend you are know, taking a couple different youths going out, uh, hunting, um, you know, kind of go over with us a little bit when it comes to tactics for this weekend, what are you going to be doing and what are you going to be implementing to try to, you know, put your, uh, your success ratio, hopefully up in the, uh, the higher numbers, just because I think you're going to be out there. First of all, you know, you won't be running a bow, so that, that'll be nice. You got the girls out with the, uh, oh, with the shotguns. I, I
4: cannot explain to you how it's a relief, um, <laughs> Just to have to, all I gotta carry
0: is a, is a camera. Yep, and my vest and my nice
4: seat cushion. So I love, I love, love, love that, and uh, I love getting kids involved and it's just fun. I, I can't wait. I think I'm, I'm more excited than they are. Uh, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, as far as tactics, you know, I can't really give a cookie cutter answer because. You know, what I do and and my style is is all about kind of taking a turkey's temperature um, and judging based on, you know, what they're telling me is kind of how I dictate things. Um, you know, I may use the whole, the whole entire turkey vocabulary on a gobbler, or I may, you know, just do soft talk. It really depends. I mean, it depends on what the turkey's telling me at the time, um... And then another thing is, you know, if I'm in the woods, that'll kind of dictate a little bit different there. Uh, I have went around to a bunch, can't hunt the public this weekend, so I've went around to a bunch of private, and uh, I've kind of scouted fields and stuff and know exactly what area. I mean, I've got some monster fields, and I've kind of narrowed it down to what areas the turkeys are using uh, a little bit more so than other areas due to shade or... Uh, you know there's more grass on one side of a field there's more bugs on one side whatever it is um whether what farmer left left crops standing or you know stuff like that um so i've already kind of got areas where i i I know we're gonna probably set up based on where turkeys normally roost on these places in years past i mean all those things kind of dictate uh the tactic but yeah that's probably gonna be Kind of subject to change as the day goes along. I mean, we'll kind of just see how it goes and roll the punches, and we'll adjust how we how we need to.
0: All right, fantastic, and kind of you know to wrap up this week's episode, you know, kind of let the listeners leave listeners a um, a tip that maybe they can implement during this weekend, whether they're taking some youth out in Georgia for the youth hunt. Or if they're getting out in uh, either Florida or out in Alabama or Mississippi as it opens up as well. You know what's a tip you'd give the listeners to help them have maybe a little bit more success this spring?
4: I'd say, you know, woods time, man. Um, You know, I, I, uh, I I try to hunt every available second, every minute, every hour of the season I can. So, you know, the more time that you're out there, you know, the odds of you coming across a bird that won't, you know, it's hot are better um the more time you're out there obviously the more chances it all you you have to, for it all to come together so i'd say be persistent hunt all day hunt every available second you can um learn and if you already know how just make sure you're having a conversation with the turkey you know don't just do uh five yelps every five minutes or something like that you know cover ground or, or it could be be patient where you know turkeys are coming to a field. Or if you know turkeys are roosting in a certain area and they're not gobbling a ton, and you know where they want to kind of go off the roost. And get in there, get patient, be patient, get tight to them, and, and just have a conversation with them, take their temperature. Try to, uh, you know, just kind of be willing to put in the time and, and uh, be willing to, you know, have a conversation.
0: Well, fantastic! Well, Jordan, man, we appreciate it. I uh, Appreciate you coming on for this week's episode of the short Report. We'll definitely, of course, like always, have you back on multiple times this season. Kind of give us an update, especially when you and me are hunting together. We'll kind we'll, right. we'll, we'll, we'll kinda, get back after that bird. That, that, uh, <laughs> old Jacob, old what do we call him? Uh, what did we call him? I guess, I think we just called him Jacob. So we got to go. We kill him Jacob. Yeah, we got to go kill Jacob. I guess. Got to, got to go kill. We got to go kill Jacob, man. That guy. He's around. He's around somewhere. I was up in his kitchen this evening. So Awesome, awesome, man. Well, guys, make sure you also go check out Jordan on uh, YouTube uh, with Close Proximity TV. Uh, he's dropping yep. some really cool content. Especially, y'all need to check out his Western little Western tour he did last year that he just released. And then also, he's going to be dropping stuff you know, as quickly as possible this spring. So, definitely keep yeah, up to date with him. To, uh, I'll be trying to get
4: stuff out as quick as I can. I'm hoping for... Two two episodes per week. If I can get three, four, five in there, I'm gonna try to get three, four, five in there. I'm hunting Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Ohio, so, and Georgia. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I know y'all are excited. Uh, y'all are hunting some states this year. We're hunting together some. So should be good. Hope everybody has a safe, enjoyable season. And uh, we're all blessed that uh, to have the opportunity that God gives us to get out here and enjoy His creation, man.
0: And that's a wrap, guys, for the third episode of the Strut Report. We Again, we appreciate you guys tuning in for this week's episode. Make sure you go out and uh, check out Houndstooth Game Calls, guys. Again, they are uh, helping support us uh, with the Strut Report, and we really do appreciate them doing that. And we'd appreciate you guys to support them because, again, they're helping us out. Uh, So check out their calls, guys, online at www.houndstoothgamecalls.com. Absolutely love their calls. Of course, Andrew always talks about the Vixen. That's going to be probably our main call we're going to be running this weekend. And, uh, dude, it's going to be freaking fantastic. But with all that being said, guys, uh, everybody out in Alabama and Mississippi, please stay safe this weekend. Have fun. Get out there. Enjoy enjoy the woods and and just stay safe. And then also all the youth out in Georgia – Hopefully you guys can have some luck, and uh, hopefully everybody that's listening to the podcast that's going to be taking a youth out this weekend in Georgia. Good luck, and uh, make sure, guys, if you guys have some success this weekend, please feel free to message us either on Instagram or Facebook. Shoot us a a photo and a little description of your hunt, and we'll make sure we post that up there and uh, get you a shout-out. So, guys, stay safe, and we will see you back on Monday for our next episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it, so make sure you tune in on Monday. So stay safe, guys, this weekend.
1: Y'all go ahead and write down the dates, June 28th through June the 30th. Go ahead and just mark those off your calendar so you can be at the Dalton Convention Center in Dalton, Georgia for the 2024 Mobile Hunters Expo. Y'all heard a, a ton of content from that expo last year that we posted. Uh, we talked about it a ton. Look, if you're the kind of person that listens to this podcast, this show was literally made for you. It was literally designed for for you, which means you're gonna love it. You know, all the best companies in mobile hunting are gonna be there. A lot of the best deer killers in the southeast are gonna be there. A lot of our past podcast guests are gonna be there. It's just it's gonna be an incredible event. And hey, if you've been looking to either get into a saddle or maybe a mobile lock-on setup or just a different kind of tree stand setup, I'm telling you, it's worth the investment to go to this show because they're all gonna be there and you you will get to try all of them in person before you buy it. So you don't have to order something online and then wait for it and then try it when it comes in to see if you really like it, you're going to get to go put your hands on everything all in one day, test it all out and figure out exactly what works best for you and have it taken care of before deer season starts. So like I said, go ahead and put it on your calendar, guys. It's a no-brainer. You got to be at the show. Again, it's Friday, June 28th through Sunday, June 30th in Dalton, Georgia. We absolutely cannot wait to meet you guys there and talk hunting. So we'll see you at the 2024 Mobile Hunters Expo in Dalton, Georgia.